path to financial success is a journey with many ups and downs. It requires a steadfast and disciplined approach rooted in a dynamic, goal-based financial plan. But success means different things for various individuals based on your personal financial goals. And as you navigate the different ages and stages of your life, your financial plan must balance present-day needs with long-term objectives. In today's SCNH Group Now to Next podcast, we take a deeper dive into the topic of financial planning for the ages and through the different stages of your life. Joining me today for this important discussion is Andrew Thompson, a director with SCNH Financial Advisors, which is SCNH Group's wealth management and individual tax planning practice. Whether advising on trusts, income strategies, or investment planning, Andrew works closely with clients and their families to provide comprehensive personal financial planning services that meet their needs now and for what's next in the future. Andrew, thanks so much for taking time to speak with us today. Happy to be here. Excellent. Well, let's begin by taking a moment to talk about the importance of comprehensive financial planning. What exactly does it mean to have a comprehensive financial plan? Well, it sounds like a scary and pretty technical word, doesn't it? It does. Uh, sometimes with phrases like that, we tend to automatically be less interested because it sounds like we're going to have to learn a whole bo- lot about just what the definition means. So the good news is that for most people, the phrase comprehensive financial planning simply means we're going to be intentional about how we're going to run our financial lives. So our role here at, SC- at SCNH Financial is to help clients figure out what's important to them, what needs to be done today versus tomorrow, and then determining what they can do to put the odds in their favor. Then we simply map out an easy game plan for getting there while measuring progress and success along the way. When you're intentional with your money, you're going to find success comes a lot easier. Can you spend some time discussing the concept of planning for the ages? Why is it crucial to think about the different ages and stages of your life as you create this comprehensive financial plan? Well, Kim, I think as the old saying goes, you don't know what you don't know. What we're trying to do is is help people recognize that with each decade in life comes important decisions that can be extremely impactful on the trajectory of their life. So if we can help a a 20-something, for example, pay off student loan debt 10 years earlier, think about the impact that's going to have on their ability to do other things with their money down the road versus paying all that back to a bank, right? That's going to be life-changing for some people if if we can get to them early. Uh, So we want to outline some of those key areas that are unique to each decade of someone's life and give them some information that may help them make a more informed decision. They can be more confident with those uh, decisions as they go through those stages. All right, excellent. Well, um, so I'm assuming then that you would agree it's never too early to start planning. I know you just mentioned, um, you know, someone in their 20s, student paying off student debt early. That that would be a, a big goal. What about someone in their 30s? What what's a big milestone that they should be thinking about as they plan for their financial future? Well, I think right now with tax easing wrapping up, a lot of people have probably seen the results of their tax return. They're looking at page one and seeing, well, I made uh, made a decent amount of money last year, right? Hopefully that's what they're thinking. But unfortunately, maybe they're also thinking, well, where did it all go, right? What happened to it all? And that's, that's what, when we talk about being intentional, that's what we mean. It's 
telling your money what to do. And, and you can only do that if you have some sort of game plan that you can go back to each time. So somebody in their 30s um, may be established or getting established in their career, maybe making a little bit more money. Um, it's important to have a game plan for what to do with that income, right? Um, as a tax firm as well, we're going to be looking at that from a tax angle. How can we most tax, how can we most efficiently put those dollars to work? They may have some young kids, right? If you're in your thirties, you may be having, starting a family. Um, do I have the right kind of life insurance? If something happens to me, um, is my family going to be okay? And there's a lot of questions that go into that with life insurance. What, what type, how much, uh, how long do I need it? Great point and some good insights about what someone in their 30s potentially should be thinking about as part of their game plan and their overall financial plan. Let's take a minute to focus in on the comment that you made about tax planning and having taxes as an important component of your personal financial plan. We're big believers, and I've said this um, a number of times, that it's, it's not just about what you make. It's about what you keep. And if all of my investment returns go out the window because I have to pay capital gain taxes on that, then what have I really accomplished? And so we want to help people really understand, here's, what's, here's a way to um, keep more of your gains. Right? And we can do that by sheltering that inside of a qualified retirement plan, for instance. Sometimes it's available through your employer. Sometimes it's not. If you're self-employed, there's a lot of different options there. So navigating that landscape is, um, is tricky if you don't have a partner to do that with you, somebody who has experience specifically in that area. So that's where we love to get involved in and show people the results. Here's, here's how um, instead of it costing you a dollar to put a dollar in the account, and we cost just 70 cents to put a dollar in the account because you've got a tax deduction for doing it. So that's a very big component and, and makes a big difference in moving that needle in somebody's favor. Great. Can you focus in on a minute as well and talk to us a bit about um, how SCNH Financial Advisors really partners with clients to be there throughout all of the ages and phases of life? I think a lot of people feel comfortable working with us because they know we, we're going to handle really every every aspect of their financial life, meaning we're not just an investment firm. You know, that's a component of the relationship, but that doesn't drive any of our planning decisions. The, the, the planning drives the investments, and that's a bit unconventional in our industry. A lot of times the focus is solely on the investments. And so when we, the reason we talk about planning a lot is because any decision we make should be based on what it is the person's trying to get accomplished. And that's different for everybody depending on what stage of life they're at. So if, for somebody who's in their 20s, they're not really thinking about retirement. It's not, it doesn't, that seems so far away. Well, in fact, for most it is. It's probably 30 or 40 years away. And so for them, it may be getting out of student loan debt. And how do we best tackle that? Right? They got a $100,000 student loan. Where do I start? And so that's really where a lot of our initial conversations are going. For somebody who's 50, they might be thinking, I've got 10 years between now and retirement uh, to, to get prepared for that. How do I, where do I start? And so to, no matter what stage you're at, uh, we have uh, a lot of experience getting involved in, in, in those different, um, different circumstances that are unique to each decade. Wonderful. So 
earlier I had asked about how it's never too early to start planning. What about the opposite end of the spectrum? Um, what about someone closer to retirement age? What should they consider in terms of what's next for them? That's, that's a big trigger for a lot of people that we meet. It's they hit a certain milestone age, whether it's or a milestone event, whether it's having a child, starting a new job. In a lot of cases, it's hitting a certain uh, decade. For a lot of people thinking about retirement, it's age 50. And they'll contact us because they're uncomfortable with where they are today and where they know they want to be at retirement. I mean, they're not sure if they've done enough yet. The first thing we do is say, take a breath, right? It's going to be okay. We can't change yesterday. We can only focus on today. And so let's look at what we have control over. Let's not worry about what's outside of our control. Where are we today? Where do we want to go? And what do we need to do to get from point A to point B? What do we need to do to get from where we are today to where you want to end up? And um, that's, that's the starting point for any of those recommendations that may come out of that. It's just getting a, a, a grasp. And we're going to tell them, hey, that this is realistic for you. Um, or it's realistic with certain caveats, meaning you can do it, but here's what you're going to have to do to, to, to put that into place. And sometimes if it's not realistic, we need to be honest with them. You know, my job is not to make everyone happy that walks out of the office. I hope that's the result, but I have to also be giving them the truth because well, otherwise it's harmful. Right? Honesty is always the best policy. That's right. That's right. Um, so then can you talk for a minute about some of the common areas that have the most impact on the success or, unfortunately, the failure of your financial future, regardless of your age? I think a lot of people get too caught up in the numbers, um, whether that be performance or or how much they have um, in, in, in savings. And they're important, but I'd argue they're far less important than our behavior and how we handle our emotions. Um, that's what having a financial plan can do for you. It, it just puts the odds more in your favor that you're not going to derail it because of how you feel at the moment. And so sometimes focusing on uh, how much I have saved at this very moment can either make you overly optimistic or under-optimistic. Sometimes people look at what's on the news and say, well, it doesn't really matter anyway because such and such is in office and he's, you know, we're going to have, uh, you know, we're going to be bankrupt as a country in 10 years. Well, that's completely out of our control, right, to some extent. So if we just focus on, hey, here's some things that we can do today. We can make sure we have uh, some consistency with what we set out to originally achieve and just focus on that and not the day-to-day noise that comes into play all the time. So behavior and emotions and uh, tend to get in the way very easily. So if we just have something that can sort of bring us back to square one and say, hey, let's, let's, um, let's, look, at what, uh, let's look at why we put this plan together and um, how, how our progress is tracking to that, that tends to make everything else sort of seem not so um, um, scary, if you will. Very good. Andrew, is there anything else that you'd like to add that we may not have covered today? I think finance in general, um, money in general, especially for um, new couples or couples that haven't historically talked about it much, 
together. Maybe one person just handles everything. Um, that whole concept is is still taboo in our in our culture. And I encourage people to to work with somebody who um, has already gone through a lot of the. Um, who's already worked with people for many, many years and seen some of the mistakes that are made and has the experience to have a unbiased opinion on what somebody's current state of affairs looks like. Um, if I was going to go out and build a house and I had no choice, I had to get it built within the next, say, two years, right? The first thing I do is try to find somebody who builds houses for a living, right? right. Because they know what to do, what not to do. They know... Uh, how to work with the local tax authorities. They know how to get the permits. They know how to, you know, what type of foundation to build, right? I could probably figure it out on my own eventually, but what at what cost and at what amount of time? And so I encourage people to, to find, um, it's, it's people aren't always going to find us, right? But if you find certified financial planners, if you find people who act in your best interest, they're called fiduciaries, which is a big buzzword these days, if you find somebody who can really be a partner with you and who's, who, who has the training and experience to give you the answers that, that you need, um, not because they just make you happy, like we talked about, but because they're the, the right answers for you um, and they really work with you as a partner, I think you'll find that, again, you're, you're putting the odds more in your favor that you're going to be able to achieve the things that you set out to achieve. Wonderful. Well, Andrew, this was a great discussion today that should provide our listeners with helpful insights and tangible takeaways to consider when thinking about their personal path to financial freedom. So thank you so much for speaking with us today about navigating the different ages and stages of life from a financial perspective. Thanks again, Andrew. My pleasure. Thank you. Excellent. And if anyone would like to speak to Andrew about comprehensive personal financial planning or would like to learn more about SCNH Financial Advisors Services, please visit our website, schadvisors.com. Again, thank you to everyone for listening to SCNH Group's Now to Next podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and have a great day.